PJ has been bringing the progress here at the University of Minnesota, but what still needs to happen? The job is not done, and there are steps that need to be had. We'll talk about it today at Locked On Golden Gophers. Hey, you are no Locked On happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. It's a new year. It's time to still talk Gophers. And if you haven't hit subscribe yet, definitely absolutely be sure to hit subscribe on youtube we're building the community we're trending towards 700 we got to get it towards 1k folks i know we can do it and i know we can build this community up the right way so let's continue to hit subscribe and tell a friend about the show whether you share it on twitter or facebook or whatever have you share the show with another fellow gopher fan so we can get this show spreading the right way now today we are talking about Coach PJ Fleck and what still has to come because you know what this is the show where we always continue to row through the bad through the good through the hard times through the losses through the wins through the good times so definitely there's positives we talk about the positives here but it's time to talk about what needs to happen next because the job's not done and there's still progress that needs to be made with the Golden Gophers football team and the program at hand. So we're talking about that today. And the first thing, there's three keys I want to talk about that still have to get done by Coach PJ Fleck. And number one, the first thing we got to talk about, not the highest priority, but something we have to talk about is fixing the passing game. Now, what does that mean? It's not just going to magically solve itself overnight, but does it mean we just have to pass more? Does it mean we need to be more effective? What is it? Well, it could maybe be modernizing it. It could be more attempts. So I doubt, dove into the numbers to try to figure out where this Gophers team has been throughout Coach Fleck's time here because they've had success in the passing game. They've had two first-team Big Ten receivers from the same team. The only time that's ever happened was in 2019 with the Golden Gophers with Bateman and Tyler Johnson. That would be a good year in passing, right? But where did the team each and every year of Coach Fleck's tenure here finish when it came to passing yards per game and passing attempts? Where did they rank across the country? Well, we'll start with last year in 2022. We were the 116th team in passing yards per game with 182.2. So the 116th out of 131 teams with James Madison joining the FBS gave 131 teams in the 22 season and they were 125th in passing attempts. So bottom six in the entire nation when it came to passing attempts and 116th overall. So, I mean, bottom 20 in passing yardage per game, both rough, but nine and four season, it had some successes, but if you ask the fans, if you pulled the fans, if you pulled maybe even other coaches, they would tell you that the team did not pass the ball successfully. There were times in the pressers where Coach Fleck had talked about, especially throwing the deep ball, seemed to be where a lot of our turnovers lie. So 
there were adjustments made of maybe not passing the ball as much and holding back and holding a tighter leash when Ethan came in the game and not really letting him get loose until the Wisconsin game where they decided, you know what, we trust him. He can do this. We can open the playbook more, but that needs, we got to shift it. So that's 2022. Let's keep getting, I'm getting distracted. My, my fault folks, we'll get back to it. 2021, they were 118th in the nation when it came to pass yards per game with 162 per game. And they were 127th in passing attempts. So again, a bottom, that's when there was only 130 teams in college football. So they were bottom four team in passing attempts. 2020, they were 94th in the nation when it came to pass yards per game with 199.1 yards per game. So cracking that top 100 in the nation. And they were 102nd in passing attempts in college football. So 102nd in passing attempts, still not cracking outside that top 100, not very many passing attempts, but the yardage was better. It was more production, more efficient in that 2020 season. Now, 2019, the year that everybody knows we had a lot of success with those stud receivers in Bateman, in Tyler Johnson, and Chris Ottman Bell being the third in that grouping. But where did they finish? They were 47th in passing yards per game with 253.3. So 47th, a top 50 when it came to yardage per game in the passing. But they finished at 110th in the nation in passing attempts. So 47th in passing yards and 110th in passing attempts. That is wild. And it just shows you how crazy talented those receivers were. But does the trend continue? Have we ever cracked 100 or the top 100 in passing attempts in Coach Flex time here? 2018, 89th in pass yards per game at 208.8 and 103rd in pass attempts. Then 2017, Coach Flex's first official season with the Gophers, 122nd in the nation in passing yards per game with 126.1. That was the lowest of his six years here so far. And 125th in passing attempts. So if you haven't been writing all of that down, that's 103rd was the, or 102nd was the highest we ever were in passing attempts. And 127th was the lowest. We were somewhere between 102nd and 127th each and every year in pass attempts under Coach Fleck. Yet you see that the yardage is quite sporadic. You go from 122nd to 89th to 47th, back down to 94th, to 118th, and then a slight progression to 116th in the 2022 season. So there's been quite a difference in the production over the years, but the Gophers have been a bottom 30 team in passing attempts every year since Coach Fleck has been here and taken over at the helm. Now, I'm not out here saying Coach Fleck is not the guy. Far from it. I think that he has done a great job for Minnesota, great things for Minnesota that can be seen in the win percentage, in the bowl wins, in the nine plus wins in each of the last three full seasons, which is something that's only been done by nine power five schools over that time span. That speaks for itself. I don't care about the competition. I don't care about, look, it's hard to win nine games in 
three full seasons. It, it just is. It is. College football is in any given Saturday atmosphere where you can lose to anybody and you better do everything you can to come out with a victory. So again, three straight years of nine plus wins is a big deal and it is progress. It's not the end all be all. It's not the stopping point. It's not the top of the mountain. We're still climbing. We're still climbing that mountain. And so they have to find ways to continue to progress and to continue to find ways to take the next step. And what I'm saying is to keep that trending upward, the passing game needs to take the next step. We need to pass the ball more. I'm not saying go a full 180 and go all the way to the extreme where you need to be a top 25 or a top 35 or a top 50 every year. No, let's just get to the 60s and 70s. Let's crack the top 100 in passing attempts. If you can be a top 80 team in passing attempts with the talent that you have about to take the helm at quarterback, it could be that next step for you. It could be exactly what this team needs to continue the momentum upwards. So if you overall increase the passing attempts hopefully the production will tick up as well especially we've seen this team can run we've seen it year and year and year again we know they can run we know this o-line is built we know that they've been able to build tons of depth at the o-line as well we're going to be able to run the ball and that's not going to change ground and pound can still be the identity of the team but we have to pass more it doesn't need to be the identity it just has to happen more. You look at the types of running backs that we have coming in. They're more versatile. They can catch the ball. They've played in the slot. They've had production in the passing game in their high school careers. On top of that, you think about how seven on seven is growing and growing and growing even more to this day. Even in Minnesota, there are multiple seven on seven teams that are practicing, trying out right now in this given moment. That wasn't happening seven years ago. Maybe there was one or two, one probably in Minnesota. Seven on seven is growing, which means the passing, the quarterback training, the wide receiver training, the DB training, it's all growing with the youth prospects of today. And you have to be able to incorporate that in your attacking offensive system as well. And the wide receiver room just got a whole lot deeper. Plus Brevin is returning. 2023 has to be the year. It has to. That Coach Fleck gets out of the 100s when it comes to passing attempts in the nation. And with that, hopefully comes more diverse route concepts, scheming to make it more difficult on the defenses. But again, this is just point number one of things that still need to happen with Coach Fleck. And number two might be the one that most vocal haters use as a talking point. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. First, a word from our friends who bring you this show over at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is the place to be when you're making a new hire for your small business. A small business managers and owners, they know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills. And that's exactly what you need to kick off your new year right when it comes to small businesses. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with 
targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn Jobs will help you find the right qualified candidates to talk to faster. Post about your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening and making Lockdown Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers daily sports. And again, LinkedIn Jobs brought us that this episode today, and I'm very grateful for them. But what we need to continue talking about is what still has to happen here with Coach PJ Fleck. And I want to put a, like a, a notice, a little asterisk, whatever you want to say. I am not saying I don't like Coach Fleck. I'm not saying I don't appreciate what he's done here. In fact, I've probably defended him more than some care to listen to for what he's done and the success that he's brought. Now, it isn't exactly what people are hoping and praying for when it comes to championships, but you have to progress to that. You're not just going to become an instant contender overnight. So we're seeing the progress. We're seeing the growing success, and you have to continue to have patience. That being said, there are still things that Coach Fleck has to do. We talked about number one being fixing the passing game, but number two is probably what a lot of people bring up the most, and it's bringing winning games that the Gophers are absolutely counted out in. Now, these are typically games where you're playing contender-type teams, where you're playing teams that are consistently getting to New York's New Year's Six Bowls, or they have a lot of huge incoming pieces coming and they're ready to try and contend. Those teams that are usually above 500 for a majority, if not all of this entire year, those type of teams. Now, the Gophers only really had one opponent like that on their schedule in 2022, and that was Penn State, and it was the biggest blowout for the Gophers, and it was actually the only game in which the Gophers were not favored during the regular season, if I recall correctly. Now, that being said, we also were missing our starting quarterback. It was our redshirt freshman's quarterback's first ever game on the road in a hostile, wide-out environment. On top of, look, there are things that happen. We lost it, plain and simple, but people tend to grasp and hold on to that as the end-all be-all of we can't beat contending teams. And I don't think that's it either. If you think back to 2019, we knocked out a Penn State that was in the college football playoff at that point. They were fourth in the nation while Minnesota was like 10th or 11th, won at home and beat them and stormed the field. It was a great victory. You guys don't need me to tell you about that. But what I'm saying is it has happened. The Gophers will have expectations to win a lot of the games on next year's schedule, but not every, a lot of people are scared by next year's schedule. I think next year could hold four games like that Penn state game. So we talk about the Gophers were only not favored or even really close when it came to the line and the spread in this year's schedule. And that was against Penn state. It was almost a touchdown when it came to the difference in expectations. Next year, I think the Gophers could have four of those games on their schedule. Now, the Gophers will have expectations to by Vegas to win against Eastern Michigan, Northwestern, Louisiana Lafayette, 
Nebraska being it's the first game in a new head coach on the road in game one. Plus, you've got the Purdue game with a new head coach, their quarterback, their leading pass catchers, many starters leaving that program. All of those games, the Gophers will be favored in. I would likely book that right now, just given the the situations, given the level of play, the conference, etc. The Gophers will be favored in those games and expected to win by Vegas. So that's one, two, three, four, five games in which the Gophers will be expected to win. Then you'll look at the Gophers will probably be expected to be in very, very, very close games with Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Illinois, which are all at home for the Gophers at Huntington Bank Stadium. So they'll likely be favored in those games. It could be anywhere from maybe six points, seven points to anywhere to three points. But those games again, will probably be more favorable towards the Gophers, and that gives you eight right there. So you're looking at those are the eight games that the Gophers will likely be favored in or have a very, very close line. That leaves you four games left on the season, but the four games are major. The first one being playing Michigan at home. That's not the first one in the order that we play them, but that's the only home game of the four major games that the Gophers could be underdogs in. You have Michigan at home. It's going to be tough. Who knows if Jim Harbaugh is going to be back with all these rumors swirling and circulating about the NFL and maybe they'll come calling again. So who knows what could happen with that program. They'll find a top-notch coach even if he does leave, but Again, it's tough in your first year, no matter where you're going. In most cases, the first year, adjusting, getting the right players in there, etc., It's it can be tough. You can lose games that you would imagine you would typically win. So we'll see what happens there. But then you've got Ohio State, North Carolina, and Iowa all on the road. These are games 3, 6, 7, and 11 on the Gopher schedule. And I can guarantee you today on January 2nd that each of those teams will have great records by the end of their next season, but more so that when the Gophers play them, they will have great records. Now, UNC, it's hard to make that guarantee because they'll only have played two games at that point. And their early non-conference is pretty tough. They take on South Carolina, who has Spencer Rattler maybe coming back, who has a lot of pieces coming back. Shane Beamer did good with them. They took down Clemson last year. They took down a lot of teams that maybe they weren't expected to. So it'll be a tough game one for UNC. Then they go on to Appalachian State, who they gave a run for their money this past year, but I think they're going to have it down packed. So I think they'll still come out 2-0 and on that one, but it could be 1-1. We'll see what happens there. But they'll have a top three Heisman candidate at quarterback to start the year. I, I Drake May is the truth. That dude's got a cannon. He makes really smart plays. He was one of the top five leaders in passing yards in the season of 2022. So Drake May is legit, and the Gophers will probably see a tough one, especially going on the road to UNC. Then you've got Ohio State. Ohio State, they're going to have tests of Notre Dame, Penn State, and Wisconsin. But again, Wisconsin with a year one coach playing Ohio State, I think that's a long shot. So Ohio State could really maybe get pushed by Notre Dame or Penn State. But they're going outside of those in week 11 when the Gophers play them, they're going to have at least probably nine wins heading into or eight to nine wins heading into that Gophers matchup. So 
the final one that's going to have a record in a game that maybe the Gophers aren't favored in is Iowa because it's in Iowa City. They're going to have a challenge. Um, <clears throat> I imagine they'll beat Utah State and Iowa State in a revenge game after dropping it to Iowa State last year and Western Michigan. That gives you three wins right there. And then they have Penn State, Michigan State, Purdue, and Wisconsin. At worst, out of that entire grouping, I think they have two losses in heading into the Gophers game in Iowa City again. So it's on the road for the Gophers. And that all depends on how new quarterback Cade McNamara plays for them. New tight end coming in, Eric All should help. Luke Lachey is a legitimate tight end out there. The defense is always good. So Iowa will be a tough one, and they will have a winning record heading into that matchup versus the Gophers. So again, that's four opportunities where the Gophers will likely be counted out that they can prove it wrong. They can take the step and say, hey, we still win against good teams too. I'm not saying you have to win every single one, but the opportunity is there. All of that, we haven't beat Iowa in six tries with PJ. The last two were nearly impossible to lose, but we somehow found a way. So now you've heard, you've heard, you've heard it all. The Gophers have to get the win against Iowa regardless. And you've heard me say before that Coach Warmath, who's won a national championship with the Gophers, who went 10-7-1 for a 55.5 winning percentage against Iowa, started out 1-5 versus Iowa. So he is one game better than what Coach Fleck is right now. So there's time to change. You just have to continue to progress and build. All of that said, Many people want to go on about how the Gophers don't have the track record of beating teams that win, but they're going to have multiple opportunities in 2023. Barring health, I think they can walk away from those four games with a two and two record. It's possible. We'll see what happens. We'll see how the year, the offseason, and everything else shapes up. But if they drop all four, that would be a major, major letdown. So doing better in those games where they're not expected or not anticipated to win that is going to be point number two of what Coach Flex still has to do moving forward. So winning the big games that we're counted out of definitely needs to happen, and it has happened at some capacity, but the frequency needs to be dialed up a notch. But there is one final and major thing that Coach Flex still has to do, which we're going to discuss coming up next. First, a message from our friends over at Bet Online. Now, Bet Online is your number one source when it comes to sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. They've also got podcasts over there. When we're looking at the Gophers versus Badgers basketball game, which happens tomorrow, it's not a pretty line for the Gophers. They're coming in as 13 point underdogs in Madison, where they take on the Badgers. And you know what? That might be generous. This Gophers basketball team has to get it together, has to find a way to click, and we're going to talk about that more on tomorrow's episode. But again, you can find all the latest and greatest odds, props, money lines, and more over at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, the final point of what Coach Flex still has to do here with the Golden Gophers, and I think you know where I'm going with this one, but it's get to a Big Ten championship game. Plain and simple. Hopefully, a Rose Bowl. Hopefully, as the playoffs expand, you get into that top 12 and get into the college football playoff. But number one priority is getting to a Big Ten championship. Now, I'm not saying 2023 has to be the year or else. That's not what I'm saying at all. 
But what I'm saying is it needs to happen sooner than later. Three years now, three years back to back, skip your COVID to back. I had to do it. It's been three straight full seasons where the Gophers have been one single game away from heading to Indy. 2019, best record in the West, just have to beat Wisconsin in rivalry week, the week before the Big Ten Championship, to head to Indy. We fumbled the bag. 2021, if they beat Iowa in 2021 in a game where the Gophers have led in nearly every statistical category, you go to Indy. Fumbled the bag. In 2022, there were a few games where Minnesota had no business losing, but even after an embarrassing loss to Illinois, even after a blowout at Penn State, even after losing to Iowa late with a turnover in like the final four minutes of the game, the one loss where Minnesota was missing Mo, still set up, were set up to win the game, missed a field goal, dropped a touchdown that hit him square in the hands and turned into an interception and so many more self-inflicted wounds that held the team back and ultimately suffered a loss was the Purdue game. You win that one game, that one single game against Purdue, and you're in Indy. That means 2019, 2021, 2022, all three seasons, the Gophers were one singular game, one decision, one turnover late, one player missing, one just hiccup of a game from Indy, from a Big Ten championship spot to play for the title. Fumbled the bag. Minnesota has been right on the cusp for three straight full seasons. Now you have a quarterback talent, unlike anything they've seen in quite some time, a linebacker that could be one of the best, most gifted linebackers that Coach Fleck has coached throughout his career on the squad, the best class of local prospects in tow for quite some time on top of absolute freak athletes like Zaquan Bryan, Darius Taylor, Thier and Randall, guys that have high, high upsides coming in. These next couple of years, you have to find a way to get it done. Tough schedules or not. More competition coming or not. Competition is always rising. And Coach Fleck has to continue to push and rise with the competition as well. In doing that, there are three things that still need to happen. That's fixing this passing game. That's winning the games that the Gophers are counted out of, not every one, but at a more consistent and more frequent rate and getting to a Big Ten championship game. That's going to do it for us here at Locked On Golden Gophers. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to hit subscribe. We're going to talk all sorts of football content, even through the off season. We're going to get hockey content going, trying to get that going every Friday, if it all works out. We'll have guests talking hockey as well. And then we're going to talk some basketball as we continue to go forward. This is Kane Rob signing off. Throw the boat, Skyima. Go, go.